Get back into the truck, GR-13. The mission is canceled. GR-13. I said it's over. My name is Sergeant Andrew Scott. Tell me how it worked. By hyper-accelerating the bodies, we discovered that we could turn dead flesh into living tissue. But to make the process work, the bodies ran at dangerously high temperatures, needed to be constantly cooled. The brains sedated, controlled. Otherwise, they would eventually stroke. What are you saying, Doctor? Doctor Gregor? Excuse me. Private! What did I say, jump? You say how high! Got it? Got it! Get it in your fucking head! Welcome everybody to another Sweet Sweet Podcast. Ah, uh, the uh, what are we? Yes, for Citizen Frame. <laughs> <laughs> Every single wow. time. <laughs> um, welcome to Citizen Frame. The spoiler filled, but don't worry, this is Universal Soldier, so there's really not much spoiling going on. And harsh language. I am Kieran, the host. Joined joined me today is the usual band of misfits. Chris, what's up, dude? Hello. I'm looking forward to this one. I know. So am I, actually. We haven't talked Dolphin in a while. So, well, since Rocky. Another film that I get takes uh, starred in Jackson's in, which is always good. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much copy and paste. And we're here with Trevor. Good to be here, as always. There you go. We need Trevor because any David Lynch fans need any kind of references. <laughs> this is my prediction. Trevor will find some kind of fucking relationship from this film <laughs> to Eraserhead. <laughs> well, it's actually... Uh, if, if there's a certain scene of Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> oh, and um, it, it actually uh, is very much a reference to David Lynch's Blue Velvet. Nah, I'm only joking. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the, there is absolutely fuck all of depth in this film. <laughs> you, know? you, you do well, know well, that. You know what though? That's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, um, absolutely. We you do know that. You do know that this happens in the same universe as Dirty Dancing. It's obviously the Doctor, and this is also. the Yes, oh, yeah. he's the mother, yes. or sorry, he's the mother. What? What am I talking about? He's the father of Jennifer Grey in it. Yeah, yeah, so he was the same, same universe. Well yeah. known fact. He was the he was the groomer, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, Universal Soldier came out in nineteen ninety one. Uh, relatively yeah, big, pretty pretty big box office little hit. Um, and that pretty much ended their careers. But either way, uh, it did give us Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin. Uh, Roland, Roland, is it Roland or Roland? It's Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin met on a film, Roland's first American film called Moon Forty Four. Just a cool little sci-fi prison movie. I think it's it's, it's uh, pretty good. You should check it out. But these guys end up collaborating, and their first collaboration was Universal Soldier. Obviously, we know their story. They went on to do a great little film called Stargate. Then they yep. did Independence Day. Then they kind of broke up, and he's gone. Rollins now does more disaster films, which I enjoy. Day After Tomorrow, 2012, so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this was the one that kind of catapulted him to stardom. Um, and I was, ha- and I remember seeing it. I went to a screening of this with my brother, Brian. I remember seeing it, uh, coming out of there going, my God, this is a masterpiece. 
Um, now, seeing it through the podcast eyes, let's just dive into it. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there's something that you're going to have to, you know, I've got pretty much in my head, and just, I'll, I'll give you kudos if you can change my mind. This is technically, in my eyes, a zombie comedy. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 it's a stretch, but I, I, I get what you're saying. So I'll tell you. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, zombie is in the acting. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's definitely an unintentional comedy. Yeah. Okay. Here's the problem that we're going to see with this film today. And I thought about this. And this doesn't mean I'm not going to like the movie. Um, so, any, because um, again, I praise Commando. But there's a time difference here. Okay. 80s was all about cheese. You got away mm. with it. We talked about Night of the Comet. We've talked Commando. You know, we've talked uh, Steven. Well, we've talked about Steven Seagal. We talked about Van Damme. Rocky would be a perfect example. Rocky Four, that is. We've talked about getting away with it because what the hell? You're in the time. Go for it. Get you know? access. Have fun. Mm-hmm. The problem is the the entertainment industry changed right in ninety ninety one, and I believe and. You, the film industry changed, and the music industry. You have the hair bands, you know, the glamour rock, which I still love, and is now making a comeback today, thank God. But that changed what they call the grunge scene. Things got a little more darkier, edgier songs, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, all these bands. But sort of the movie industry. You had uh, Cameron Crowe starts coming up with films like Singles. You had Reality Bites. Um, you had darker, darker films coming out. Not I say darker, but just deeper, like Shawshank Murder. Redemption, Forrest Gump, even and Seven, and, you know, David Fincher esque yeah. kind of films. And what happened with Universal Soldier? It came out too late. Yeah, and I, I think it came. It came out right in the cusp, right when that transition was happening. The last film that can get away with what this film does <laughs> is one of my favorites, and it ended in '89. And that was Tango in Cash, or maybe even maybe even Total Recall. Oh no, that's a lot smarter oh. than that's. Oh that's no, it's not. a clever film, but there is an over-the-top sort of violence. Oh and no, sort yeah, of but that's not. Vibe about I think, it, you know, yeah. that's not the action. That's not the action cheese we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think um, I think we're getting away from a point though that it's. I find this still an enjoyable watch. Like it's not a not a too deep that you need to do a lot of thinking about it, but it's now, still. I just wanted to give a story, a, a story about what we're about to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Um, like I said, it doesn't mean I don't like the film. I just can see why people would look at it today, and or even back then, a lot of people didn't like it. I can see why people might have, I don't know, kind of missed what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have Dolph Lundgren, and I mentioned with the podcast we did with Rocky Four and with I Come in Peace. Or as you guys know it as Dark Angel, he's likable. Yeah, and I Masters like of the universe. Yep. Yeah, I I don't care what he's in. Yeah, I just like him. I I like I, I mean, like Dolph, and I also like Van Damme. I have to say. However, one of my issues with this film in particular is that it is trying too hard to be an eighties action cheese fest, and also and, and, and they don't pull it off. But also, the you know. The likes of Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren, they're no Arnie or or Stallone for that matter. Um, yeah, they, just, I, they just don't have. They're, they're like a poor man's Arnie and Stallone, and they just don't have the charisma of those two. And and uh, don't get me wrong, I do like um, Van Damme and Lundgren, but they're they're just they're not Arnie and they're not Stallone. I I I disagree, I agree and disagree with you in parts there, Trevor. And the fact that I actually think that this is kind of 
the perfect role for Dolph. I thought yeah. that he actually played. Well, know, he's the better of the two. I for, uh, yeah, forget the, about the acting. Yeah, you know, there's obviously flaws, but I think he plays the character the best out of anybody in the film. And I think it's probably a really good suited character for him. The problem I've got with Van Damme is that they, in large parts of the movie, especially near enough of uh, 90% of the action, they almost use Van Damme and the skills that he's got. You know, it's, it's a lot of, you know, roundhouse kicking and uh, jumping up and, you know. It wouldn't be a Van Damme just, film without it, all that, but... Yeah, but it's that's what I don't. It's almost like ah, oh, right here's the Van Damme part. Um, that's what I don't like. It's forced. I think in that you know it would have been. It's it's very much an uh, uh, an army kind of Vietnam, uh, you know, film. I would have had like they've toned down on the the martial arts kind of aspect of it. But again, they got Van Damme, in, so they're, of course they're going to use that. But that it just felt a bit forced and it's it's fake. It's- it's funny you say that because um, they obviously Van Damme's the go-to on this one. That's that was their box office because at the time he was still box office draw. Yeah. And to piggyback on what Trevor said, that's what he does: round kicks and his cool yeah. moves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah. But you're right. That mean I don't think Van Damme should have been in this. Yeah. Because I don't want to see a cool badass robot zombie guy doing round kicks. I want to uh, see him ripping people's heads off. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and shooting ultra violence. Yeah. Like they Arnie, don't suit they don't suit the martial art role the characters they're playing. Arnie would have done it, but then Arnie would have been good in it, but obviously had the Terminator kind of thing going on. And you would I would have liked to have seen someone of the same kind of stature as Dolph going ahead like two Titans, whereas Jean Claude Van Damme it's more of a David against Goliath kind of in a way. Parts of it are kind of David against Goliath. You know that Dolph's the bigger, stronger. Has well, obviously juices up in it, but um, but don't get me wrong. It still it it still has its uh, it still has its wee positives for me. I I, I I must admit, watching it, I actually thought to myself, um, if Arnie hadn't been cast in the original Terminator, Lundrum would have made a good Terminator. Mm. Not as charismatic and not as effective yeah. as as an iconic as Arnie, but he would have good. He would have been a good standing. Well, I'll give you this. Dolph actually went for a Dolph and another character in this. Ralph, uh, I think it's Mueller, isn't it? Um, went for the uh, part in Gladiator. Yes, that's and correct. Dol- Dolph was turned down because he couldn't act. <laughs> yeah, the other guy got it. He's a German actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ralph, yeah, he's, he's been a yeah he's Mueller, 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 yeah. Mueller, Mueller, yeah. Well, let's talk about it real quick here. What works and what doesn't. Obviously, we we all know we all know the story, and there are two Vietnam vets that um, Dolph Lundgren obviously loses it and starts killing everything in sight. Um, it's, pretty, and, it's a pretty effective and powerful opening scene. I will. Yeah, I, I and, and we talked about the '90s where they start pushing it, the envelope a little bit with music and with cinema. This this opening scene can be dark when he shoots oh, that yeah, guy yeah, in the head and and, he kills, the, and the and the woman yep. blows up the grenade. Um, and so it's got a dark tone to yeah, it, but the well, problem is that you look at Dolph and, and Lundrum's, Yeah, Lundrum's actor he's, doesn't sell it as, he, as a dark psycho. He's not Marlon Brando, you know? Yeah, he's not like he's not James Woods or Harvey Keitel. And Apocalypse uh, Now or whatever, you know, it's, you know. 
he, um, he's better when it's in the robotic mode where he doesn't get to say much <laughs> and it's just <laughs> because he has a fucking robot <laughs> yeah um and the other the other thing as well about the start you're saying it's dark like one of the first things the year introduced to is Dolph putting ears on a yeah. necklace <laughs> it doesn't really get like a lot darker than can, that can you hear me yeah <laughs> no. yeah that, good line that to be was fair. a bit uh, that didn't quite um not that i mean i don't care about violence or whatever that doesn't annoy me at all but it, in fact he ended up with, it's back to the acting it, it, it didn't Dolph didn't sell to me as this really unhinged um you know psychotic who had lost yeah. the plot after all the yeah. horrible things he had seen in nam However, yeah, his emotional however, acting was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, um, however, it, it's a very dark scene, and it's quite a good opener. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it has I me. Mean, it does what it needs to do. It's it's quick and to the point. We yeah. find out that now these guys were. I, I do love how. <laughs> um, I thought there were still there were universal soldiers in the beginning because when they shoot each other like seventeen different times, oh, yeah, yeah, and they're still. Yeah, it shows you a close up, and they're still both still breathing when yeah. they're on the ground. Yeah, uh, but anyways, they become these universal soldiers, and there's a cool scene where, and I think this is where the movie hurts. The one reason they needed to get rid of Ali Walker, who plays Veronica, one of the worst fucking actresses. Yes, she was in, bad. Yeah, she, to be she tries film. so hard. Well, she, she was over tries. Yeah, it. she was up there with Van, Van Damme and, and Lundrum and, and, and the the awful acting sticks. You know. Now I understand they're playing this for cheese. I get that, but her acting ruins it. She's her voice is that scratchy, voice, very annoying. Yeah. Um, it's pretty bad when one of the when you're saying one of the best actors in it because of his robotic acting. Is probably stands out is Dolph. If you were to pick an actor who's like, Dolph? you'd say who was the best actor in it. You would, I, I would say that for his just roboticness, it would have been Dolph, and he probably got a bit of practice off that with the kind of it's the same kind of character as Drago, isn't it? The yeah. kind of yeah. So yeah. yeah, and when you're saying that, you know that the acting's not exactly stellar. <laughs> like, uh, you know, we talk it, the the scene where they're um. <laughs> I like the whole takeover when they when they're rescuing the guys, they're rescuing the the people, the tourists from Hoover Dam. Whatever yes, it was. It's a great scene when they're they're you know, oh my god, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to make it in three minutes. They're seven miles away swimming. They'll make it. <laughs> and the anyways, it's a cool, it's yeah, a cool it's scene. Cool. Yeah. But here's the problem. Then you start seeing Dolph's you know, bad side. He starts tweaking a bit. And then you see Van Damme's, he starts tweaking because he's recognizing him tweaking. Yeah. Because <laughs> they both tweak together in Vietnam. That sounds kind of bad when I say it that way. Twerk. It's almost like twerking. Yeah. Here's the problem. <laughs> here's, <laughs> here's the problem. They should have gave us another scene. This, you know what I mean? They, no, they should have they... gave us another. Now, for budget reasons, they probably couldn't. But they should have gave us another rescue scene. Yeah. Well, that kind of further but... his change. Yeah, Van Damme starts when he sees the, the two Vietnamese people, the hostages, and they were actually the same two hostages. They're the same two actors at the start. So Oh, were they? I didn't yes, yeah, yes, yeah. The, the but that, for actors. me, that was too much of a coincidence as well. 
Well, yes, uh, yeah. No, hold I on, get it. hold on. The, the, that... Dolph killed the two people in Vietnam, so there would have been yeah. different characters then. Oh no, there were there were different. This is this was like twenty five years later. Yes. the same actors. Got you. The same got you. Actors. Yes, uh, he's just um, doing. They're just doing that for dramatic effect. Yes, so he's yes. having a flashback. Yeah, yeah. They, um, yeah. No, they survived. <laughs> and, 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 they, and they decided, hey guys, let's go to Hoover Dam. Um, but um. What what I want to know is, see the people who are kind of watching the Universal Soldiers and the cameras, how do they see it? And them cameras are like two megapixels. Yeah, it's like watching know. Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say as well, what, what another major gripe I had with this film, it majorly rips off Robocop. The the story of Robocop, you know, the resurrected um, sort of guy and, you know, having memories no, of his past I, life. No, I think it's, I I know. Think it's I, It stands on its own. With no, that. I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah, it does because you've got two of them now. Yeah. Two enemies in the same kind of position. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, I, I think you're stretching about that one. Oh, well, apparently, um, it was heavily criticized at the time as well um, for the similarities to RoboCop. Um, I don't see it. Yeah. I disagree. Also, I disagree. Um, the, the the wee eyepieces that they have, um, they're, they're they're essentially the Borg from Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah, that's, that's yeah, from Star Trek. Um, I got all their vibes. They're sort of Predator vibes, and you know. Well, you can you can say that with Predator. You can say that with Die Hard. You can say that with Lethal Weapon. You can say the, that with Commando. You can say you know the big ones for I me mean, were, were um, it was definitely sort of there was a bit of ripping off there with RoboCop and Star Trek. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't get that. I I didn't, yeah, thought I didn't that get was, that. I mean, I thought uh, it was like quite a good. I, I think the best thing out of this movie is the storyline. I think it could have you could have got yeah. that storyline yeah. and done it really really well and even darker and even. Not with the big muscly kind of action hero guys, but done it on more of a lower dark. That's that. I think you could have done a really good movie. I think it's a really, really good idea. It's just the kind of went about it as you said earlier, Karen, with the eighties kind of commando vibe. Let's get the big strong guys in and make it just full action. Um, yeah, I, I mean you're spot on because this movie would have played better with. Two up and comings. I don't know. It could have been Kristen Slater and yeah. Val Kilmer. Yeah, could have, yeah, could have played this role better. You didn't need the muscle. Yeah, more because stealthy. These guys are indestructible anyway. You didn't need the muscle. Yeah, stealth, so, stealth, and scary, like stealth and freaky and dark and gritty. So, well, we'll get to. So, are they human? No, they're zombies. They're, they're, yeah, see, this is the pro- another major problem I, I have. I get with confused. Them. See, the science, uh, the, the in-universe science, it, it's, it's sketchy at best. I mean, they're, it's oh, even, even whenever on. they meet the doctor, <laughs> it's, just, it's just, yeah, we discovered a way to bring you guys back from the dead. Okay, let's move on. And that really sort of bugged me because it was, it was lazy. On a, they would have had to have a half-hour scene with a doctor on a whiteboard trying to explain it. <laughs> it would have been that scene from Jurassic Park, you know. They but I like mumbo jumbo. I, way... I like pseudo science in films because I like to know that within a universe that I'm sort of now immersed in, that there is some logic. This is just yeah, whatever. You know, we'll, oh, wait, we a minute, wait a minute, guys, wait a minute, let's move wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying you're looking for some logic in fucking <laughs> Universal Soldier, but the fucking lighthouse. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Well, that's okay. I got the logic of the lighthouse. No, oh, bullshit. And also, don't even, you know uh, what? No, no. You have no say in this at all. Oh, now, yeah. but I do agree. I do agree with Trevor. They, we, a, lot of, a lot of studio movies like to do what they call the one-line fix. Yeah. yeah. You know, and walk yeah. away. Now, they could have given us something. All I wanted an answer was, can they get shot in the heart? Are they dead? Were they, did they no. are they robots? Or They're they zombies. Act? They're zombies. They're real. They're real, but they've been brought 
back from being dead, but they are real soldiers that now it's like it's, it's Alex like Murphy and Robocop. It's the same as Alex same Murphy and Robocop. But he's not a zombie, Robocop. He, he is, no. in a way. No, he's not. No, he he, he no, I think cyborg. he can die. I think I think this he's, comes across from uh, zombie cyborgs, basically. No, I think this I think uh, this comes across with Ralph Meller's character when he gets shot and then he wakes up. They are alive. They know they overheat in the fact that they, they can perish. That probably is the way they perish. But look at the way Van Damme eats and stuff. There's no he just keeps going and going. They, to me, they're cyborg they are, types. They're zombies. They're zombies. They're, you you got to get away from the side. They're not cyborgs. Well, they're not no, cyborgs. There's, there's no there's types there's of no, cyborgs, I think. There's no, there's no mechanical in them. Yeah, they're zombies. Their body regenerates with well, this ice. Is, again, this goes back to the problem that didn't give us any. No, any no, even on. I know that. Even I know that. Yeah. I mean, they're not cyborgs. They have to wear those fucking masks, yeah. those eyepieces. No. Yeah. They're not, they're hu- They're zombies. Right. And, they need, and they need the ice to keep them rejuvenated. Yeah. yeah. So so technically, when he want, when Van Damme survives, spoiler, and he lives on the farm with his mom and dad, he just needs a bathtub of ice to maintain his livelihood. <laughs> so if he's going to dust crops with Pa, he needs to quickly take a bathtub with ice. What about what about um, the one liners in this film? I mean, that was another um, uh, you know effort at trying to sort of um, you know use cool one liners that the likes of Stallone or Arnie, and and that'd be said as well. Stallone and Arnie made some dodgy naff films as well, you know, amongst the great ones. But the one liners were just ropey like so. Yeah, Van Damme. Van Damme's a bit of a he has a bit of a cult status about it's, having bad one liners like and it's the, the, his delivery of them and all that. Is, is terrible. It's ter- well. Yeah, terrible it's terrible. Well. But it's delivery of most of his lines is pretty terrible. <laughs> be fair to him, like um Yeah, like we're talking there, but I, I quite like that first scene where they're kinda running in and it's very militaryized well, military yeah. operation. Yeah. That doesn't last long. It just seems to I be know. that the military just completely falls apart in the kind of regimental kind of status of it. I like the um, I like the colonel guy who was a bastard who gets killed about halfway through. Yeah. Woodward? Yes, yes. No, Colonel Perry. Colonel Perry. Right, it's Colonel Perry. Woodward's a Santa's guy. Yeah, Ed Rossi or somebody like that. He always plays bad guys in the 80s. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. He was like an evil troutman. Yeah, I'll tell you what my favorite part of the whole movie. Well, I've got to say second favorite part of the whole movie. I've got a favorite part myself. Right. My one is do you know what the motel? Oh Jesus! Yes. It's the same hotel in Commando. It comes apart really easily. Yeah, right. So, but the but the best the best bit is right. The commandos come in and unleash like some amount of ammo. Van Damme's running through walls. Right. Yes. The place is being shot up. They manage to escape, jump in their car, and as they drive through the front of the the motel, like the actual, you know, foyer bit. The old woman sitting reading a newspaper, the whole bloody thing. Yeah. And then doesn't she doesn't she make a comment or something whenever she sees Van Damme naked? You know, uh, it's 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 just it, that's why it's just a cop that's comedy to me. Like it is, there's so well, many. What I bits in what it. I found actually, whenever they're actually trying to be comedic and trying to be funny, I actually I I didn't think it worked very well. But whenever they weren't trying to be funny, that was much funnier. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, you you had that horrible scene where Van Damme finally eats of his first big breakfast. Yeah, and he keeps eating and he beats the shit out of the people in the restaurant. That's right. Yeah, I was like, 
Well, first of all, you didn't have the right to beat the shit out of them because they are right to question you how you're going to pay for this. Yes. Um, but it was just... It, it's funny when you have an actor like Van Damme, and I like Van Damme. I'm not here to just... You know, I, I liked his stuff, and I, was, I enjoy his movies as bad as they could be. Um, so the problem with... Van Damme is already robotic as it is. Yeah. Exactly. So for him to dumb down his robotic acting to pretend he's a zombie <laughs> is worsens it. Yeah. 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 His, I agree. His, his slow talking and his it's his, it's, it's a just not convincing. Yeah. At least with Dolph, when he made a, a comment, "Can you hear me? Can you hear me?" He had some kind of you, you kind of you went with it. There's something about Dolph you just went with it. I can't believe we're praising Dolph. Dolph's believable because of his physical presence, you know, more than anything. Uh, can I just say as well about Dolph? Outside of his acting, he, he's pretty much a genius. He has all yeah, sorts talked of about that. master's about degrees that, yeah. and, you know, yeah. and, you know, doctorates and stuff. Believe. I can't believe. Obviously, I can't acting. believe we're, si- we're sitting here praising Dolph Lundgren as his acting. I can't... I, what has happened? No. What has actually happened here? <laughs> we have to find something. Where did it all go wrong? Um, I, I mean, you've got fucking Allie Walker and Van Damme. So I've, of all of all of them three, he is fucking Laurence Olivier. <laughs> yeah. Or Alec Guinness. True. This, yeah. true. You know? Yeah. But my favorite scene was the bus scene. I think this is the best scene in the film. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. The action's cool, and I have to say. Yeah. 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 The up. Uh, Minus the fighting, I think the fighting just OTTs it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, the bus yeah. scene, I, th- I thought, I thought was well choreographed and good, some good stunts, um, uh, which I enjoyed. And here's as we talk about it now, uh, it's too bad they they're not going to do it, especially if you got the guys all in Emmerich behind it, because they, if you look at the films we mentioned, Independence Day, there's cheese in all of it. Yeah, and um, so they weren't going to go this direction. But a darker take would have been nicer. Yeah, it would have like, been a better well. film with like, actual proper actors. N- well, even if you kept, even if you kept these two in it, it would have been nicer. Even at the end when they're fighting in the, on the in, in his farm home, whatever they're fighting, and they're <laughs> family. No, home. hear me out. Hear me out. And they're fighting, and you know the big basic fight scene, and Von Daum's getting his ass kicked like he does in every film, and then the very last Comes second, back, yeah. bad guy will say something and go. No, and then he'll start kicking ass. Um, I would have liked to see Dolph Lundgren turn. Like I would have liked to have seen a final shred of humanity. That would have been really yes, good. Like like, understanding, like, like more, like he, like you stand there, and that's when he starts getting his ass kicked by Van Damme. And Van Damme goes, "What? What? Why? Why aren't you fighting anymore?" He realizes you need to kill me. It would have been a nice, what a, um, sort of redemption for him at the very end, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, because. Technically, Dolph is some suffering. It seems from post traumatic stress, like yeah, PTSD from the Vietnam War, which I'm sure a lot of people went through. And I'm sure it's uh, you know, there are I've I've heard stories about people who have been involved in war who, when they get home, believe that they're still involved First in the war. As an example, uh, the original novel and film. Yeah, so you could. I would have liked instead of just making him a complete bad guy. And yes, he did do some terrible things. Um. You know, give him a bit of understanding behind his character. Yeah, it wasn't but, a platoon, no. so it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that would have been a nice little twist. The problem is I don't think they could do it because there was so much fluff before that. Yeah. You can't yeah. turn the film into... But that know, would have been a really nice yeah. touch to have him sort of, uh, you know, with his damn breath, you know, some some form of redemption 
Yeah, like when he throws... I can't believe I'm saying this. When he throws them on the... Uh, you're, you're, when he, what's that thing? He throws them on the... The spikes? Uh, hay like yeah, the combine spikes. harvester yeah, thing. Yeah, he throws them on there. Right there, he could have had a, something like... He was going to be... When he pushes the the button, before he pushes... He wasn't going to push it. He looks at him and goes, do it. Do, do it. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah, yeah, just do it. Just push but it. instead, we got... So that, we got that, um, you're the star. I'm. That's a terrible French accent. But he basically says, "You're you're <laughs> you're the star. You're the charge, Sarge." Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Though. Uh, you know, uh, wow. the one the, that, again, that, the one-liners that, were just obviously trying to cash in on the yeah. sort of Stallone, Arnie, James Bond. You know, one-liners before the killer, needed, or Bruce Willis. You know, you know. You needed the the, the king of the one-liners from Die Hard and Commando, Steve Zuzza, yeah. to write yeah. this. Because he would have nailed yeah, it. Yeah, not you're the star. Um, you're the charge, I, I Sarge. <laughs> Are we having fun yet? Have, <laughs> the ending did have like a grittiness to it and a darkness to it again. Back as kind of, obviously it was mimicking the start. Which I thought was all right. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought back, was all right. Yeah, um, back full circle. Where, where did Dolph get the time to groove the wee bit of hair back though? Did he, was that something to do with their regenerative qualities? Like whenever they were killed? <laughs> And um, you know, whenever they, they like get shot or whatever, they like healed. So his no, his long no. his long wee bit of hair just drew I, back I at the end. Just... No, 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 no. What happened was when they go into their little van and they get the steroid in the back. There's a little hairdresser behind there too. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> but they never That's got it. that opportunity. Yeah. Because he killed everybody, um, yeah. so his hair grew because he got some ice. <laughs> oh, what about the scene where? Oh, this is a horrible scene where they realize he's being tracked. So he takes off yes. all his clothes, oh, yeah. and God. she's got to look around for his look around for the for the tracker. Yeah. Oh, what a horrible yeah. scene! It's, it's when it's that when I cringe work. That was cringe. Yeah, it was meant she's to be comedic, her, but it was just like oh, yeah. too much. <laughs> she's on her knees. That's right. She's on her knees, and and he she pauses, and he's like, "Is that normal? Is that meant to be there?" Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, no. And then isn't there a joke about some? Um, isn't there a joke whenever she has to like reach around and do it or something? She, and he goes. Um, it'll be hard or something, or you know, something like that. There, there's some real corny joke in there. Um, so yeah. I, I mean, I got sort of lost with all the corniness, and it, you know, it was just like a sort of onslaught of corniness. You know, I just thought the the scenes of Dolph Lundgren were the best. Yes, I agree. Um, it, it, you know, his team kept his team. His team keeps he keeps getting hurt. His team, and he keeps trying to rejuvenate with the, with the ice. Yeah. The guys, Mueller's always on fire. Yeah. <laughs> then he goes to the grocery store. See, see, the, the, the <laughs> thing one, is with Dolph, he, he he does look the part. He has that great physical presence. The problem in this film, which which had a lot of emotional sort of dialogue and stuff, you know, the stuff of Vietnam and stuff. He he, he, his, his line delivery was just fucking wooden. You know, he's better in Rocky Four. Yeah. I mean, and he's much more effective because he doesn't have much to say. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't speak. Yeah, and it's just this, you know, intimidating presence, like Arnie in the Terminator. Because let's face it, Arnie's not exactly, um, you know, Lawrence Olivier either. But in the Terminator, he pulls it off uh, because he has very little to say, and he has this menacing sort of physique, you know. And Adolf has that too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I, that's it. <laughs> I, I I I like the Dolph scenes. Yeah, um, that's again, right. I'm not, if just despite the the horrible. I mean, this film has got f written all over it, but I'm giving you the pass because I enjoyed it. I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy I, it. I, I watched it on 4K. <laughs> I bought the fucker right. in 4K, 
And I was like, oh, God, don't don't make me regret this. Don't make me regret this. Um, but I had a smile on my face, you know. Yeah. Again, we talked about nostalgia. We did it with the Karate Kid last week, and uh, I still enjoyed it. I was a little concerned. I do, I do. It's got the flaws. I, I I'm catching now because the podcast, mm-hmm. they're bad, but there's something about it you just enjoy. And Dolph Lundgren's the reason. Period. Yeah, 100%. you could put anybody else in the bad damn role. Yeah, I thought Van Damme Dolph. does let it down, and I do like Dolph. You know, as as I said yeah. earlier, I like Van Damme as well, but you know, I had to choose between the two of them. Definitely Dolph. Yeah. yeah, Dolph makes a film for me. You know there's four sequels to this There's thing? more than that. Yeah, I haven't watched there's, one of them. There's prequels and all. There's, they got pretty good reviews. Some of them, yeah. They're, they're not. They've got mixed reviews. And Van Damme pops up. And, there was some we had recently as well. Like, there's, one called, stuff. there's one called... No, no, there's, there's one called uh, Universal Soldier and these two are back. Same characters. Yeah. Um, How did got, the piece end I, together after it's I watched going it through the chipper? And, I was like, who the fuck reviewed these saying these are good? Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't work. I haven't seen any of the sequels, um, I have to admit. Don't. don't. Neither, neither, neither did the writer or director. <laughs> neither so did Van Damme. I don't think he's seen either. I don't think he read the script for this either. You know, the original. I, I will say this. I'm shocked this didn't get a sequel. It did and get I a think sequel? It ha- no, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, sooner than later. We're not talking I mean, 18 years later. No, there we're was one like about three years later. Yeah. No, was. no, the, there was one called Universal the Return. Yes. Yeah, Universal yeah. Uh, but that wasn't with the, that wasn't with Dolph or anybody. That was just with those fine day it wasn't oh, it, it was it more had, of a patient, uh, just Stone Cold Steve Austin or somebody. Yeah. But my point is I think uh, like I made in the uh, my point that I made in the beginning of the podcast was this kind of cinema died and this was yeah. the tail end of it. So yeah. I don't think they really could it did. It did. Uh they really could make a sequel at that point. Um, it's, I you know, I don't know. This is one film I wouldn't mind seeing it get remade. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would like it done very think, differently if it did. Um, and that I would like it done yeah. with, as we were discussing, I would like it done with a much more darker, grittier, edgier tone. And also yep. with, with someone like, I mean, Tom Cruise uh, in the Van Damme role. Or somebody who actually has the acting chops to do the emotional stuff. I mean, that's why RoboCop, one of the reasons RoboCop is so good. Well, there's several reasons RoboCop's much better, actually. But one of them is um, Peter Weller can act. Even under, yeah, even under it, a fucking mask and a metal bodysuit. I, I know, I know. But you keep you, you have a tendency, Trevor, to compare these bees. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's probably a bad comparison. But there is you know similarities yeah, with the plot. you can't really do that. You know? You can't really. But... but I, but it is what it yeah. is. It's, it's B cinema at its yeah, best. It's cheesy. It's and cheesy. That's the way I'm over the at top it. action fun. You know, um, you, you 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 don't take. You know, you're not looking to watch this film to be. You know, um, you know, deeply touched or anything like that. You know, it's it is yeah. what it is, and the, it does the, exactly what it says in the tin. Shit blows up. Yeah. You know, and and there's loads of the guns way, and shooting. The the way I would describe it is, if I flicked over cha- some channels and it was on, I'd watch it. Yeah. But I wouldn't go out of my way to put it yeah. on. It's a good drunken fellow. So you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't go to the store and buy it on 4K. Like <laughs> <I did. laughs> no, no, that's dedication. I will say this is gorgeous. It's gorgeous on 4K. <laughs> right, <laughs> it is. It is. It's beautiful. I mean, oh. it is. Uh, I do like the fact that they're the secret military operation, and they're in a camper van in the middle of the yeah. desert. So the so Ali Walker, the reporter, just follows them. Oh, there yeah. You know what scene I like? I like the scene where. Um, um, Dolph um, kills her, just fucking blatantly kills her co-reporter, 
quote-unquote journalist. That was a yeah. pretty effective scene. Uh, I mean, like I said, it, it has glimpses of darkness, and and again, Dolph gets all the good parts. He gets, yeah. he gets definitely the best parts. Yeah. Um, but you definitely need somebody else in the role of Von Dom. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but there you have it, Universal Soldier. We all can't, we all enjoyed it. Can't really. We all know it's flaw, but we all know it's flaw. It's not. We all know it's not. You know. But yeah. The, the, there's better sort of of that type of cheesy action flicks, but you know, it's as 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 you said, Chris. It's a sort of film you would watch if you were channel flicking, um, and, and you caught it, and you you would continue watching it, but you would go out of your way to, to, to you know there's there's better of those Five types of films out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> you know. Oh, I did. Damn it, I'm and I'm proud. Well, of all it. I can say that, Kieran, is um, you're discharged, Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. That wasn't as good as Dolph. You're a bad actor. Yeah, I know. Well, fuck I. <laughs> yeah, that's why I do bit parts and <laughs> I'm shirting mine and stuff uh, in the background. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, again, we all give it a pass. Thumbs up if you guys like Tango and Cash, Cobra and Commando and Red Scorpion. All these, yeah, you know, all these fun '80s '80s films. You'll like Universal Soldier. There's no way you. Can would've... I ju- just jump yeah. in? I remember uh, enjoying. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, um, but I remember enjoying Dolph's version of the Punisher back then, like '89 or something. Yeah, where Marvel didn't give them the rights. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was some kind of backstory. It's Black Her on it. A lot of people do. A lot of people do like that one. Um, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. What happened to it? But I remember yeah. enjoying it as a kid. I finding it dark and gritty. Um. Here's the, here's the funny twist about this. Is, uh, Dolph's, you know, obviously was in Creed two not too long ago. He's doing the new Expendables movies coming out now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And the fucker still looks. Go- I mean, fucking tall, dark, and you know, tall, dark, and handsome. The guy still looks fucking good, and he's sixty. Yeah. The yeah. fucker is a Universal Soldier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he must sleep on a fucking bathtub but of ice. Those guys have looked after themselves. I mean, even Stallone. Then his seventies, you know, those guys have, you know, and, and I have the utmost respect for them—the fact that they've looked after themselves, they've trained hard, you know, all their lives, and they've looked. I yeah. mean, I could take a fucking leaf out of their book, you know, um, a lot, you know, um, yeah. So for for play to those uh, guys, they're they're fitness guys, and they've always, you know, stayed fit throughout their lives. Um. So there you go. If you could take anything away from this uh, review, is. Eat better, eat healthy, <laughs> work out, take your steroids. Uh, wow. And, and have a bath and ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and take baths with ice. Yeah. <laughs> steroids, bath, and ice. That's your that's your regiment now for now. Yeah. <laughs> and cut out, with the, oh. cut out the fries and the cigarettes and the beers, you know. <laughs> we're, we're definitely well, leaving ourselves open to lawsuits here for hypothermia <laughs> and, and drug addiction. <laughs> But hey, you look can you good. See it? Yeah, can you see it now? What well, little Jimmy? Why did you take a bath of ice <laughs> and take steroids? Because the assholes on Citizen Frame. <laughs> we just we just blame the the, the writers of Universal Soldier. <laughs> you know, we'll deflect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for joining me in this one, Chris. Yeah. As usual, thanks, bud. Cheers. Thank you very much. Uh, Trevor, yourself. Thank you. Uh, always a pleasure. Cool. We're going to wrap this one up. Um, Halloween's coming up. We got our Halloween retrospective coming up real soon, which I'm very excited about. It's the reason why uh, we're doing this podcast is a little film called Halloween. I am 
can't cannot wait, and we're going to be leading up to Halloween Kills, which is a long awaited sequel. A little too long because of this goddamn COVID. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The new issue of Phantasm Coria is out already on in the newsstands there and locally at Forbidden Planet and all over the world on Amazon, both hard copy and in Kindle format. That is a wrap. Guys, take care of yourselves. We'll see you around. We are out.